Welcome to The One About Careers with Devin and Sarah Jane, a career podcast for adults involved with teens navigating life after high school. We help you help your teens make informed education and career decisions by providing quality information and resources. Join us for weekly bite-sized conversations covering various aspects of careers, including insights from professionals in different fields. New episodes available every week at theoneaboutcareers.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the One About Careers podcast. Um, Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the employment ladder. Does it exist? Do you climb the ladder? Do we still climb the ladder? Was the ladder ever a thing? Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think this should be an interesting discussion. And uh, I know you have some thoughts and uh, certainly some experience to bring into this conversation. Sarah Jane, what's your what's your take on the employment ladder? I think I'm going to use um, a Devin Turcott sort of phrase. Well, it depends. Love it. Kind of individualized. Yeah, um, love it. Which I think is it essentially combines both the things we were just talking about in our last two episodes, the jobs and the employers. It very much depends on those things. Um, there is some movement going around about rather than having very um, specific sort of um, departments in companies, more having people work on projects. And so you might be a data analyst, but you're going to move around the organization, not not like not literally, I don't think, maybe literally, it depends. I don't know. Um, but you're going to work on different projects because they're going to need a different data analyst on each project. Although I will say, I'm not sure that using data analyst is a really good idea as a description right now in 2024, February, for those listening in the, you know, next century. Um, And the reason I'm saying that is because I do think data analyst is actually one of the jobs that will very much change um, because I think artificial intelligence will do that kind of work. So I think this is going to impact, you know, are, is there, when I say progression, I think I want to change that word from the traditional idea of um, the idea that some titles are higher than another, more responsible. And I don't want to use the, the, I I'm, you can see I'm really tongue-tied because essentially what I want to say is that in career, I think we can start to identify what are the skills that I want to learn? What are the skills I want to contribute? What are the kinds of projects I want to work on? And so we will have a progression in our career, but whether that's essentially a vertical progression or a horizontal progression or a, what's that, that diagonal progression um, and I mean, I'm just a believer generally that we will progress because hopefully we will be intentional about our learning. So there will be progress, but will there be progression per se, as in terms of I was an administrator assistant and then I became an executive assistant and then I became the executive and then I, you know, is that a thing? I don't know. I think maybe. No. That's what I think. How's that? <laughs> definitive. Very, yeah, very no, bold and definitive. Not. No, that's not true because I think there are um, 
there are things there are there does a lot of people talk about c-suite you know chief executive yeah. chief financial chief operating um so it'll be interesting to see where things go what do you think there's um there's a term we use in the career world that i actually don't like the word i think it's kind of kind of a stupid word uh but the word is career printer yes and it's the idea of kind of viewing your career like you're an entrepreneur, like you own it. And so you're the person who steers it, who creates it, who defines it, all that kind of stuff. And where I don't love the word, I like the concept um, because I think the idea of sort of climbing the corporate ladder at one time was the accepted, well, that's obviously what you should do and what you should want to do and what everybody does want to do. And I think as the economy diversifies in sort of types of work, as um, people are really seriously looking at how their values match their work, as opposed to maybe just looking at, I want the title in the corner office. I think you get more people who will and should ask themselves, am I doing work that fits what I need right now? And that's, I love your idea of playing with the language of like, yes, you're going to progress right? You're going to move towards things that work for you, but kind of just sort of blindly following this path, just walking up to the next rung and the next rung, I think is over. I think even if you are the person who wants that, I think there's more intentionality as opposed to, well, you started here and the next logical step is that. And then the next logical step is that it's the person saying, I want the C-suite. I want that corner office. And looking at what steps do I get there as opposed to I'm just being promoted through. And I think a lot of it comes from this shift of there's more onus on the employee, the job seeker, the, you know, the working person to take that control and to determine where they want to go. And we've seen in the last 15 years ish, you know, a disappearance of things like professional development in the workplace. It's not necessarily embedded. Um, you may get, you know, professional development dollars that you can put towards going to do training, or there may be special opportunities that come up, but that career development, that professional development isn't necessarily embedded in an organization anymore. And so it's very much on the individual to say, well, this is the type of role I'd like to be doing. And then to take on the ownership, who do I need to talk to? Um, what skills do I need to have to get there? And how do I obtain them? How do I have these conversations with my supervisor and my supervisor's supervisor? And like, what is the path to do that? And that sort of, um, that individualized ownership, I think, has changed how people view the latter, even if they don't realize it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit mystified, though, I will say, because I think that what is actually happening is that people aren't taking ownership, but they are expecting to be promoted. Yes. Um, and very rapidly and within a short period of time. Yes. And so um, I, I don't know where this idea came that you would be promoted, whether or not there was anything to promote you to, and whether or not you actually had demonstrated anything that would lead to promotion, um, I, I think is, you know, a bit... it. It's confusing, I think, because um, individuals want these things, but they're also not taking the ownership to do things 
um, like take on extra projects or develop a skill or um, be really vocal about sort of an intentional path. I think they're fairly vocal about, I want a promotion, I want a raise, um, but not necessarily okay. So have you demonstrated that that it would make sense to, to give you that promotion because you can now handle that, whatever it is. Hmm. Um, what, what, why don't you like the word careerpreneur? I don't know. It feels icky in my head. <laughs> all it is so it's here really... on the podcast the one about <laughs> careers we talk about facts and logical and rational and then of course there's the icky factor then there's things that are icky in your head um yeah. it's interesting what you say about that because I do think that's true and I will get um my clients who are in that sort of within the first five years of their career space or you know really common reason people come to me is I'm I'd like to be promoted and it's not happening and the first question I always ask is have you had this conversation with your supervisor? Um, and more often than not, actually they have. And um, it's for the ones that haven't, then it's like, okay, well, let's figure out a strategy. You know, is this, per per you know, can you have that conversation with this person? Are they, you know, do you have that kind of relationship where you feel comfortable approaching it whatever? But for the ones that have, they, they feel that frustration of, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I've told them this is what I would like to do and whatever. Right. And yeah. So I think you're onto something there. And I think yeah. that's where you, I think that's where you end up seeing some of this job hopping, you know, where somebody's like, listen, you're not listening to me. And I don't know if it's just a, a is it a miscommunication? Is it companies aren't catching up with what uh, sort of our gen Zs and our younger millennials are looking for? I don't even know. I don't know what is behind that, but um, you know, it's, it's really interesting to watch that unfold the way yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to an employer who was really frustrated with a number of different things. And um, one of them was that people weren't taking on what I'm going to put in air quotes, extra work. Um, and I was like, so you want them to do this stuff outside of work hours without being paid? Yes, of course. Cause that's what we did. Yeah. That actually doesn't hold anymore. Um, but the other piece was, and she's like, yes, but then I would promote them to X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yes. And so when's the last time that you were very clear that that's what would happen? I've never said that. Oh, so how do you think they would learn that or know that? Because they haven't seen it happen because you've told me it hasn't happened because nobody's done this. So you can't like have this completely invisible carrot and dangle it. Besides the fact I don't believe in dangling carrots anyway, it's just, yeah. it's rude. Um, I think that that it kind of comes back to that idea of the traditional idea of career and that, you know, in industries, there were very clear paths yes. um, that people would follow if they wanted those uh, promotions. I think the other interesting piece that, it, that might be happening is um, though someone might have the skills to do a particular job. I know that one employer was looking for, that I was at, they were looking for a team lead for another location. And um, I said, sure, I would, you know, yeah, I, I would apply. Let me know what the difference in wages are. Um, oh, there, there was no difference. I would get to drive further and um, more responsibility for no difference in wages. And I'm like, why would you pick that? No, absolutely yeah. not. They're like, oh, but you get management experience. 
I don't need management experience. I've had yeah. management experience. I've been there, done that, worn the t-shirt. You better give me some serious coin to make it because otherwise it's not worth it. I don't need those skills. I already got them, thanks. Uh, yeah. And I think they were a bit surprised, but but that's that thing, right? We're managed, we're, um, a manager isn't in tune with their staff. And I'm, um, you know, you had mentioned professional development and I'm curious about, uh, I think to some degree, professional development is coming back into fashion, uh, essentially because of retention. And what I mean by that is employers are now suggesting that professional development would be a good idea in order to um, attract individuals to them and then to retain them and mm -hmm. keep them on. Um, I'm not sure how many employers have really figured that out and how they're financially going to do it, but I do think that's a, a key piece. And it'll be interesting to see how individuals can articulate for themselves what are the skills that they like you going back to exactly where you started was <laughs> this idea of career ownership. Interesting yeah. ideas. I find one thing that ha comes up in a lot of conversations I have with clients is they're interested in being promoted, but the only next level uh, is connected to managing people and they don't want to manage people, but they want to, I literally had this conversation three times in the last week and <laughs> they want to you know, they maybe want to be a project lead or they want to, um, you know, one was looking at something like a, a policy researcher, policy advisor, that kind of thing. So they want to be able to have the ownership and have the leadership and have the project management, but they don't want to manage a team of people and they don't, you know, and that's, that's something that can absolutely be a barrier, you know, even where I used to work, that was once you were promoted to management, you were leading a team and it was not, there really wasn't anything in between. So that can serve as a barrier for a lot of people too. So all of a sudden you go, okay, well, maybe I need to be looking at a totally different organization or industry or path entirely, if that's yeah. the only option I have here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we'll leave it there for this week and the one about careers. And next yeah. time we're going to be talking about... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The eyebrows, just... guys. The eyebrows I... are out. Yeah, I'm seriously, I just, this is my jam. Um, the idea that income always increases. Wah, wah, wah. Stay tuned for next week on The One About Careers. Thanks for listening to The One About Careers podcast. You can catch up with past episodes at theoneaboutcareers.com. Join us next week for another bite-sized conversation.